On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Amazon. They just reported earnings. So let's get started. The first thing we want to take a look at is Amazon stock price performance. So right now, after hours, since just reported earnings, this company is down 4.6%, almost as slow as 5%. But let's take a look at how Amazon has done since February when this whole thing started. Let's take a look at February 20th compared to now, and this company is up about 15%. Year to date, this company is up over 30%, I believe. Yep, about 30%. So this is one of the few companies right now that has provided great returns to investors. So on today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the earnings results. We're going to take a look at some articles based on the earnings call. And finally, I'm going to take a look at this company's balance sheet and income statement and actually one more thing after that, I'm just going to do a quick look at the forward PE ratio for this company and do a valuation on what I think the company is worth. Before we go any further, guys, also don't forget to subscribe, hit the thumbs up and hit the bell. It helps out the small channel so much. And I appreciate every one of you guys for watching this video and also post on the comment which company you want me to take a look at next. I'm either going to do Apple or Tesla next. But if you guys post different um, different suggestions, I will do those companies as well well all right so now let's take a look at earnings results so remember this is for quarter one of 2020 and if you guys have been watching my channel you guys are going to be bored of this same saying just to remember quarter one only takes about two to three weeks of the united states closure so so quarter one gap earnings per share were five dollars and one cents and it actually missed by a dollar and ten cents Revenue for this company was $75.5 billion, which it's up 26.5% compared to the same time last year. And they actually beat estimation by $1.41 billion. And we're going to see one of the main reasons that this company had such a low earnings per share, how it missed by so much was because this company is using most of it. It's using its money to due to the whole coronavirus effect. And they do, we're going to take a look. They do mention that this expense is going to carry on for the next quarter. All right. So next, we're going to talk about some of the information that was provided to us during their earnings call. First, this company went on some crazy hiring um, hiring binge since mid-March and is seeking 175,000 additional workers. But most of them are fulfillment centers and delivery service workers. And the main reason they, they started going in this crazy hiring fringe is because they see that right now, positive view, the coronavirus is helping impact the acceleration of the shift to e-commerce. So, right, more people are now buying online. So Amazon is actually like, hey, we have to take advantage of this time and make sure we get a lot more market share. So right now, with this whole thing, Amazon is trying to get bigger so they can be able to fill more customers and at the end of the day, end up building the e-commerce, taking up more shares into the e-commerce sector, which I think is actually pretty smart, right? In, in times when you can actually go full force and increase your business is, is, is a great time to do so. And right now, for, due to the circumstances of the world, it's actually a great time to have that e-commerce world and keep building up on it. My one of my main one of my main opinions for any business is once you find a niche, the most important thing is to keep that niche and keep making it stronger and stronger and stronger. And this is what Amazon seems to be doing. Next, let's take a look at this company's revenue breakdown. If you guys have actually watched my previous video where I met early in the week, I usually go talk about 
all the companies that are going to report earnings. Well, not all of them, right? There's a lot. All the companies that I want to focus on that report earnings and I break down the revenue so we can understand more of how this company is doing. So Amazon has three has this revenue um, in three different segments. First is what they call the United, Sta um, United States segments. Then they have the international segment. And then they have the AWS, which is Amazon's web service. And this is where it has all its clouding servers. Out of those three revenues, the one that makes the most revenue is the United States. So like I mentioned, this company made 70, let's take a look, $75.5 billion. Out of that, out of United States made up over 50% of that total revenue. I think even over 60%. $46 billion out of that 75 came from United States. And this was a growth compared to the same time last year. This was $35.8 billion last year. So we saw a huge growth in the United States business. Next, if we take a look at international business, international business made $19.11 billion out of that $75 billion. And this was a growth again. Last year, it had $16.19 billion. So it grew by about $3 billion. And one thing to note, right, is the the amount of income of profit that this that these sectors come out. Even though even though United States is such a huge portion of revenue, it only makes up 1.3 billion dollars of operating profits. So to me, that's actually pretty low for that amount of profit uh, of revenue that it does. But remember, most e-commerce or or any form of retail business usually has very low profit margin. The international business is actually still pretty unprofitable and it ends up losing about $400 million this quarter. So in theory, just on sales in both United States and international, this company only made $900 million. And those two make up close to over 75% of the total revenue. But this is pretty impressive. Amazon Web Services, AWS, makes up $10.2 billion of that 77% of that $75 billion. So the lowest revenue segment comes from AWS. And this is actually up com compared to the same time last year, which was 7.7 .7 billion. So it's up about $3 billion compared to the same time last year. And that shows that strong growth in AWS. AWS though, even though provides the smallest, the smallest revenue of them all, it actually makes up the most money. And this actually makes sense, right? Because this is most software and software business. Once those, once that software application is up and running, they have very high margins. This company had $3.08 billion of operating income. So even though this revenue is about probably six times smaller than the two other ones that I mentioned, this company actually makes about three times more money than the other parts of the segment. And I also, I think that's pretty impressive, right? Out of Amazon this quarter made about $4 billion in total profits. Out of that total profits, 3.1 billion came from AWS. And this is the business, one of the business I'm pretty bullish on. Anything with clouding right now, not only because of the type of sec uh, of world environment we're in right now, but even for future, for future when things go back into normal, I am very bullish in the cloud, not in the cloud servers. And that's why I'm a huge fan of, of the three big companies, Microsoft, Google, and Amazon, because they are all pretty strong in the clouding world and they're also growing at a such a fast rate because of it the next thing we're going to talk about that this company's earnings mentioned was that this company in quarter two was expected to make somewhere about four billion dollars in operating profits 
but this would be under normal circumstances right now this company in the whole world is not going under normal circumstances so this company is actually saying that it's gonna have about four billion dollars maybe even more in expenses related to the coronavirus and these four billion dollars are gonna be used in the following things first the one that i thought was the most interesting is the CFO actually mentions that the company is expected to use about $1 billion in the full year of 2020 to design some form of, of testing capacity for its workers. And I think that's pretty crazy that Amazon is actually working on stuff like this. They're actually building a lab so they can start testing, so they can start seeing if their testing capacity works. The other portion is gonna go on workers higher funds higher wages right now amazon increased the the wage for its workers i think it was two dollars to each worker increase it's also gonna spend money on personal protective equipment better cleaning protocols and to make sure the facility is nice and clean as well so a lot of news articles are saying that this four billion dollar expense is was actually driving this company's um, value to drop after hours and to me these expenses actually make a lot of sense i mean all these expenses are going to make sure that amazon doesn't close out if they have some form of testing capacity and if they're making sure their workers are safe if they're making sure everything's going well then it reduces the chance of this company actually shutting down its certain facilities which it, they might actually lose more money by shutting down facilities and like i mentioned right this company right now is focusing on growing its market shares and you guys one thing that i i, I am I, I feel like i am talking i'm talking pretty bullish about amazon um and there is two things that i like to to take in um to take account for one is being bullish in the company and then a second is being bullish in the stock price uh, or the current valuation of the company the way things are going i am pretty bullish on the company but i don't know yet if i'm bullish on the stock price and again these are just my opinions but i just want to i just want to let you guys know that that yes i might be seeing a little bit bullish on the company side just because i do believe amazon is a great business but as the company's valuation right now, I'm still not sure where I'm at there. And finally, before we take a look at this company's financial statements, Amazon gave us some form of guidance for the upcoming quarter. Amazon said that its expected net sales would be about $75 billion to $81 billion for the second quarter. And this is representing a, a growth of about 28% over same time last year. On the and also Amazon said that operating income for next quarter could be somewhere about 1.5 billion dollars, which is half of just what it made last year. So at same time last year it made 3.1 billion dollars. But remember, they said that this company on normal operations would be able to provide somewhere around four over four billion dollars in in operating income. But right now they're gonna use a lot of money on expenses, um, on expenses due to the coronavirus. All right, so next we're gonna take a look at the press result that this company gave to us. And if you guys wanna look more into it, it's always found in the Amazon's Investors Relations website. I already talked a lot about the revenue of this company and a lot of the important information that we mentioned, but there were a few things that I did not, I did not mention that we're gonna talk about here. So the first business highlight that I wanna talk about is Prime Video launched um, Prime Video Cinema in the United States, United Kingdom, and Germany and i think this is going to be such a huge a huge disturbance to the movie theater business sector as a whole so right now with movie theaters not being out um people not being able to go to movie theaters big produ movie production have need to find a new way to release movies 
and they're actually releasing movies online to streaming. Obviously, these, these movies cost a little bit more than just renting a movie. I know they just released Trolls World Tour, and I know Amazon was going crazy about it. And I think it was one of the biggest grossing movies in the streaming world, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, and pretty much, it's, it's you pay about $20 to get the movie for about 48 hours. And I think this is actually fairly cheap compared to going to a movie theater and paying $10 per person, maybe even $13 per person, then buying everything, then spending the time driving and all this. So I think this is somewhere that can actually go pretty, pretty, pretty far, even when things go back. And it's another way that shows where Amazon is trying to focus is focus on their strength right now. They're trying to become the all-time shop for the all-stop shop for our customers. And I think this is one of the great, one of the great things they're doing. The next thing is, I don't know if you guys have seen Amazon stores, the Amazon Go Groceries um, stores, where you can actually just pick up an item and with you don't have to go to a cashier or checkout. You actually just walk out and everything gets charged to your account. Well, Amazon is in that that technology is called just walk out technology because you literally just walk in and then walk out. Amazon is now offering its just walkout technology to retailers for use in their stores. And I think that's actually pretty smart. They have this business and there's so many companies out there that can actually use it. So they're actually licensing to other companies. And I think that's, uh, again, another smart move from Amazon. So next, I'm going to take a look at this company's income statement. And we pretty much talked a lot about this company's revenue and everything. The only thing I really wanted to see is where any big changes were happening outside of total revenue. So first, the biggest thing I see is total operating expense. Same time last year, this company had about $55 billion in expense. Right now, this company had $71 billion of expense, about a $15 billion increase in expense. The biggest change out of here was cost of sales. This company spent more money on cost of sales compared to the same time last year about 11 billion dollars more and most of these expenses are most likely due to coronavirus events but also the more items they sell the more it costs to sell those items so it's definitely a mixture of both but but there's no other red flag that i see here the only other thing i see is net income net income last year was 3.5 billion this year was 2.5 billion but remember this company had about 15 actually is it more than 15 no, about 15, 16 billion dollars increase in total operating expense. And that's why we see this net income lower this year compared to the same time last year. Next, I want to take a look at this company's balance sheet. And if you guys have been watching my channel, you guys know that this is the, 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 the document for me. I love taking a look at a company's balance sheet because it can really tell you how a company can survive. And I feel like you can learn so much from it. First, let's just take a look at total current assets. So total current assets right now are sitting at about $86 billion. This is compared to $96 billion just a quarter ago. So sometimes, most of the times when we take a look at revenue and cash flow, we take a look at same time last year. But when we take a look at the balance sheet, we're taking a look at just a quarter ago. So in just a quarter, this company lost about 10 billion dollars in total current assets and the main portion of that actually came from a reduction in cash and cash equivalents this company's cash and cash equivalents dropped from 36 billion dollars to 27 billion dollars another thing to note is marketable securities marketable securities are just short-term assets where this company usually puts on its cash to make a little bit more money and a little bit more interest in it 
Last quarter, this company had about 20, 19 billion. Right now, it had about $22 billion. So we saw a, a, a huge decrease in cash and cash equivalents, but we saw a small increase in marketable securities. Again, nothing here really throws me a red flag. I understand right now with everything going on, there's gonna be a huge expense coming along. So nothing here, is, like I mentioned, no real red flags. The next thing I wanna take a look at is total assets. This company last quarter had about $225 billion in total assets. This year, this quarter, this company had $221 billion. So an increase of about $4 billion. And again, the main reason there is we saw that big decrease in total current assets. This company did take on a bit more property and equipment this quarter compared to last quarter. So this company either bought, I'm guessing, I don't, I'm, I would assume this company bought more trucks. It bought more equipment to move more stuff around. And that's where it used this cash. So it moved its cash it moved this cash out to buy more property and equipment but it also used some of that cash to use some on the, some expenses next let's take a look at this company's liability sheet so let's start off with just total current liabilities total current liabilities have actually dropped so this company just last quarter had about 87 about 88 billion dollars in current liabilities right now it's sitting at about 80 billion dollars in long in current liabilities there's no real change happening um, anywhere that, and, and to me, current liabilities usually fluctuate too much to really throw any red flags anywhere. But there's, again, looking at everything here, there's nothing that's really moving so much uh, that's really freaking me out. The only thing I see is accounts payable. So accounts payable last quarter was $47.2 billion. This quarter was $40 billion. But remember, last quarter was holiday seasons. So during holiday seasons, there are more people working because they have they have an increase of employment since September. Where right now, yes, they're have hiring more people, but this hiring only started in mid-March. So we wouldn't have really seen that increase in accounts of payable. Next, the only last thing in the liabilities I want to talk about is long-term debt. This company has about the same debt that it had a quarter ago, so that's good. It's showing that this company did not increase its debt size due to the coronavirus, so everything is still doing normal operations. Another good thing, this company actually has enough cash and cash equivalents to pay off its long-term debt. The balance sheet is actually, oh, okay, it's not the best balance sheet I've seen. I mean, I've seen some amazing balance sheets just recently. Google and Facebook are some of the best balance sheets I have ever seen. But actually, Amazon's balance sheet is not, it's not bad. It's, it's not, it's not the best and it's not great, but I would consider it good. When you have enough cash and cash equivalents to pay off your total long-term debt, that's always a good, a good thing in my books. Finally, the last thing I want to do is take a look at this company's valuation. The first thing I want to see is this company growing for the next upcoming years. So for December, 2020, this company is expected to make $3.4 billion. For December 2021, this company is expected to make $396 billion. So we are seeing a growth in revenue here. So yes, this company is a growing company. And it's Amazon, right? I, I, I didn't even probably have to mention that. We all know Amazon is growing. Next, I'd like to look at the earnings per share estimated for 2021. If you guys have been following my channel, you guys know that I'd like to look at forward PE ratio for this company, for, for companies, especially two years in the future. So right now, this company is expected to make somewhere about $39.16 for December 2021. With a 40, um, with the current price of, let's say, where did this drop off? So this company dropped off to 23.50. So 23.50 divided by that 39.19 gives this company a forward PE ratio of 59. 
To me, a 4 PE ratio of 59 is a little bit high for my taste. Um, but this is a growing company. So normally, normally, when a company is 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 in a great stage, I, I prefer buying it somewhere below below a 34 PE ratio. But Amazon is such a huge grower that I can I can probably feel okay giving it a higher 4 PE ratio, maybe 40, 45. So let's say this company had a 45 4 PE ratio. What would I be happy paying for this company? 45 times 39.16. So I, in theory, I would be really happy paying $1,700 for this company. Obviously, we're not seeing that price anytime soon. And just because I'm not happy paying at this company at the stock price right now doesn't mean this is not a great investment, right? All of this is just my opinion. One of the greatest things about this market is I think even if I say I don't like it, someone else can like it. And it's all dependent on the investor's risk and reward analysis. To me, I'm not willing to risk a 60 forward PE ratio on a company. And that's just my taste. That does not mean that the investment is bad. We can see from the stock price, right? This company is continuing to go up and up and up. But to me, I need to feel 100% confident when going into a business and into a company. Because when I'm 100% confident into a company, the moment that company drops or the stock price drops dramatically, I'm not going to freak out and sell out. But some people, I feel like just go in buying into the company. And when things drop out, they sell out and they end up losing money. And that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to make money. And for me, I don't feel 100% confident with the business. So for that, it deters me from buying Amazon. But at the end of the day, I am very bullish with what the company is doing. I am very bullish on where the company is going. So again, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys think about Amazon. Make sure to post in the comments. Make sure to check out the other videos. Take care and have a good night.